Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve. And thanks for joining us today. So I think today is a week that, um, it's my week, but I felt bad from last week because last week was technically your week and I <laughs> talked all over it. You know, I, I'd be very upset if right now you're like, you know what? So then, Steve, I'll let you do all the talking because <laughs> we literally discussed this before. And I was like, you have something to present? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I'd be really upset right now. Right, <laughs> right, right, like, right. That's what I right. would, that's what I would say if I wanted to upset you. <laughs> but today we will be doing another, um, not like list, but like conversation where like I'll be asking you stuff. So I think it'll be a good balance, like to offset last time. Okay. So um, so we'll but we will get to that later. I just wanted to let you know now. Okay. Because um, there's nothing you're gonna say for your week that's gonna weave into this. So. Probably not. Probably not. But there is something I wanted to that I learned about that I read about today, and it kind of ties in with stuff from last week okay when we had like or two weeks ago when we had the like the deep conversations oh yeah 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 so is yours gonna take a full like hour to go through no it'll probably take like 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah why was there something uh do i i didn't i didn't prepare my thinking cap for today i didn't know <laughs> i needed it so you're welcome to talk, and I'll just be like, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, you're just gonna, just gonna, just My, gonna nod your head, huh? It's already a Thursday. My brain's capacity. What can't that? Oh, there we go. So, I had read this thing where there was a scientist. Let me see if I could find where he was, where he's from, from Amsterdam. Hmm. Okay. And he developed a suicide machine. A suicide machine. Yeah. Okay. I think they call that like know. a rope, don't they? Oh my god, that was dark. You're talking about suicide <laughs> machines here. No, this is supposed to be like like a like an assisted suicide machine. Like, you know, have you ever watched Futurama? No, no. Oh, well, in Futurama, they have these, like, little phone booths. Okay. The phone booths are just basically repurposed into, like, suicide machines. Okay. Where you just, like, put in, like, your quarters and then <laughs> you just, like, that, that's it. It just, like, take, takes your life. Why would you like want that? that? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have any use of phone booths in, those, in okay. the future. Okay. But uh, I guess, you know, still people want to go through with whatever they want to go through it's already getting but, dark i know <laughs> but it was super interesting because i read it on like a science thing and uh they were trying to say that you can take like a virtual reality on, tour like, a of this little pod that you can go in i that sounded like i don't know why you would but i wanted to know what your thoughts were for that you know because we we so easily are willing to do to do that for pets like euthanasia you know like if if the pet is suffering like we we're willing to like you know to to help them move move on right what are you, what are your thoughts about like <laughs> i'm just going to blanketly say suicide is bad and right. i am pro living uh, absolutely so absolutely does that answer your question <laughs> no not at all not at all i mean obviously dogs are pro living too you know i think i think any any anything that's not a human doesn't get treated like a human by us so so you're saying there's a different rule set for humans that it shouldn't be. Uh, like we well, I, th I, I think you humans require consent. Right. Yeah. Right. But let's say there was consent for that. What if somebody wanted like, Oh, you know, I'm, I have terminal cancer. And so I kind of just don't want to suffer. 
I think they do you know that. people kind of already do that yeah, when they, do they that say already. yeah you know uh, don't put me on life support or something like yeah. that yeah. yeah but um what's it called this this would just be an even quicker thing because you know you're still suffering when you're not on life support you know so so am I pro like giving somebody an, in, an injection that will kill them in their sleep yeah that's technically what it is the pod is supposed to be like it injects liquid nitrogen into your bloodstream or something like that. And it's supposed to like ease you. They, they say within like minutes, hmm. like you just, you just fall asleep and that's it. You just, you know, don't wake up again. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually think that's a good idea if, um, you know, somebody is about to die. I think that'd be great to have if they're kind of like, do not resuscitate, you know, right in the hospital where you're not going to recover and the person's just in excruciating pain. I think that that should be something on the checklist they could check, you know? Right. Right. And I mean, the, the, the caveat in all this is that the person in order to even have to do this, supposedly this is fine in Amsterdam or something, but well, it's Europe. They don't, they don't live by, <laughs> they're not, but civilized. you need to like, you need to pass like a, a mental screening test to show that you're like, you, you know, you have your mental capabilities. Oh, you're mind. not like, yeah, you're of sound mind to make this decision. You know, that that you're you're willing to like, you know, um, to 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 sleep and never never wake up again. You know, mm -hmm. but that that sounds like a scary thought. I I am like Jim. I am pro living. Um, you know, that's it. Should go out to to everyone that there's a lot that you should want in life, you know, even though things might be hard at certain times. Um, it's, it's worth it just to see what life has to offer. Cause you, you just never know. It goes up and down, up and down. And I'm always, I want to live forever because I'm so curious what the future is going to hold. Yeah. You're crazy. There's no way, there's no way I, I'd want to, I'd want to end anytime soon. Well, like, we know we what human civilization would be like 200 years in the future, you know? Have you seen the time machine? The, no, I think I, I think I read a bit of the book. I didn't finish it though. It's a good movie. It's like yeah. a good B movie. The original, <laughs> the original one and the recent one. I like both of them, but right. the guy, the main character, has that same curiosity, and then he realizes that like once you hit a certain point with technology, everything becomes like weapon based, and they just, you know, end up messing things up oh that's interesting that yeah. it, it just ends up feeding the natural human need for warfare all the time violence yeah well i mean if you think about it like back i don't know two thousand years ago let's say you couldn't kill a country by yourself right you just can't you can't do much besides influence but nowadays, right. you know, with missiles and guns and everything, like you can kill more than you could without. So like yeah, even deadly diseases, mm -hmm. you know, even like COVID. We yeah, don't know, we don't know what happened with that. That could have been a, you know, a population killer. Well, it was for two percent of the population. Yeah, but like if you wanted to, yeah, if you wanted to like get rid of your elderly, you could have just. <laughs> let that out let's just release some covid yeah right now we have too many elderly right now yeah <laughs> man that's what you did this week you're contemplating moral decisions <laughs> no no i i i'm always scientifically curious oh. and so when i read that i was like that's interesting that they would somebody would come up like there's always this fine line with science about, you know, ethics and morality. Like, um, there was a cool video game called um, Bioshock, which um, the I, I forget what the the city was called underwater, but it basically it removed all restrictions for research, and of course it devolved into chaos because mm -hmm. once there was no sense of morality or ethics involved in research things would were going all sorts of haywire granted i'm sure research would 
would you'd learn so much about everything once you remove that. But right. I don't think you want to do that, guys. <laughs> right, right, right. That's like you cult, might not want to do. That's to, like to World War II style research stuff they're doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, not Nazi level research. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting that this type of ethical question, like a scientist just developed this like ethical, th- this like ethical dilemma where he developed something to aid in that certain thing, and um, you know. People around the world are are weighing in on either side of this, you know, and so hmm. it's kind of a, an interesting, you know, um, thing to discuss. You know, again, guys, so, you, you know, don't 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 ever consider, you know, taking your own life or suicide. Um, but it, it is very interesting when there's like no option available to you, whether, you know, you people would want to do this or not. I wouldn't personally right but it's interesting that you know people are scientists are developing that and now there's like an ethical question about is that right or not right right. so i didn't think you would find a way to get into today's topic but you somehow (laughs) sniffed it out really because today's topic is a little uh i don't want to say dark it's a little um scary scary and yeah oh, halloween yeah i know we're not i know this would have been great for halloween but we got a few we got like four months for that so i couldn't <laughs> wait so well maybe we're gonna hope somebody's listening to this episode yeah on maybe they'll hear it on halloween so this this actually i got this idea because it came up at work um somebody on the team that we had was videoing and they had a dog in the in the video and someone else uh-huh. said I hate dogs. I have a fear of dogs. Right. And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing, like a fear of dogs. And apparently right. a fear of dogs is in the top 10 fears. Ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can believe that. I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people that are afraid of dogs, like especially meeting new dogs that they don't mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, or dogs on the street. But it's weird that by. dogs, but cats yeah. aren't, a thing because well, cats are are not as dogs dogs can probably kill a person a lot easier than a cat would i actually don't think a cat could kill a person in unless general. it's a tiger yes yes unless it's a big cat yeah. <laughs> but a regular house cat probably couldn't kill a person but a dog could right. you know and that's why they have attack dogs and things like that so i think that's why people are more afraid of dogs it's because they can be more vicious. They can right. do more harm. They can hurt cat. you. Yeah. So I, so I figured today we would go through some of these, and I wanted to know what your thoughts on them were. So Phobia. Phobias. These oh, are that's fears. Cool. Um, but I wanted to know when we go through them, you know, first off, does this make sense? Does this phobia even make sense? Okay. And then second off, what's your stance on the phobia? Okay. Okay. So I guess we can kick it off with that one. I think we just already talked about it. Um, is there like a top 10 list of... It is a top 10 list. That's right. What are the top so, 10 phobias? So cynophobia is the fear of dogs. That's what we just went over. Cyna. Yeah. Maybe sino, sinophobia. But I'm, like... I'm going to say it the way I want to. Does it start with an S? No, like C Y N O. C Y N O. Like xenophobia, xenophobia. All right, all right. The next one we're gonna. Latin for dog, or it could be. I don't know. But there's a few here, and I know you're gonna talk a lot about these. So I was thinking, let's just power through some of these. Let's start it up. (laughs) So I want to start with some of the common ones, uh, because I think they'll be easy to knock through. So we got acrophobia says fear right fear of heights it says i have fear of heights i'm gonna read to you tiny descriptions okay so just so the listeners know as well so this is uh the fear of heights so badly that things like escalators at local shopping malls can give you vertigo vertigo it's vertigo itself is a different disease that can give dizziness etc from others a clifftop lookout can make their head spin or give them the chills so that's okay, so the f- it's not it's not ever that bad 
my vertigo or acrophobia or whatever. Um, but I personally, um, it only really affects me if it's a height that can hurt me but not kill me. But if it's a height that's high enough that it'll probably instantly kill me, I'm not afraid of it. For some strange hmm. reason. <laughs> okay. So like, like cliffs and even standing on top of a table, like that scares me. Like I'll shake if I'm standing on top of a table. You know. I've never seen but, it on a table. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How do you change your light bulbs? <laughs> Well, we get on the table, but we're we're very shaky while we're still changing the light bulbs over here. Um, but yeah, if it's like an airplane or roller coasters or you know being like at the top of a skyscraper or something, I'm not as af- afraid as like right something that'll really just mangle me rather than like instantly right. kill me. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Granted, I'm not going to go and, you know, be fearless at, you know, the top of a skyscraper or something like that. Right. Like those, you see those videos of people like climbing these giant That's crazy. Bridges. They're, they're crazy. Just watching those videos makes a pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> I think, a, I think a fear of heights is a little fear of heights is healthy. You know, it keeps yeah. you alive. Yeah. That's um, right. <laughs> fears are good, guys. Don't, yeah, don't be yeah. fearful. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm a little less fearful than than you. I'm only afraid of heights if I'm not secure. So like if we went somewhere and I felt like I could grab something or I'm strapped in or whatever, I don't have any fear. It's it's those times when like you can actually tip over, you know. It can even just be like on a bridge where the 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 guardrail's too low and I'd be like I could fall off this thing. Yeah. Like that that stuff will get me. Oh yeah, no. Even if I'm even if I'm locked in, because um, I've done those uh, rope top, those yeah, treetop yeah. adventure things. Yeah. Even though you're you're locked in there, I'm shaking the whole time because oh, I'm terrified. Yeah, I do. I still do it. Right. I'm not. It's not like a paralyzing fear, but I'm shaking. Right. right. <laughs> okay. By the end of it, I'm exhausted, like physically and mentally exhausted <laughs> mm-hmm. it was a long day of treetop climbing that's right <laughs> all right so the next one we got here um let's let's do let's do this one here this is a common one claustrophobia claustrophobia so the, yep so that's the fear of enclosed spaces um it says here people with this fear say they feel like the walls are closing in on them and it says some theories suggest that there is a genetic link to specific phobias as a kind of dormant survival mechanism. So like getting into a cave that you can't get out of, you know, like sometimes you go in a place and water rises or, you know, the due to temperatures, the rocks shift and you can't get out. Sure. Yeah. You don't want to be in an enclosed space. You don't want to get stuck. Right, right because then yeah i guess that's that's another survival one um yeah you definitely don't want to get stuck or also just die you know and that's kind of a horrible way to die get stuck terrible (laughs) because it'll be like starvation or dehydration that'll get you more than anything else i know know? it'll be terrible um still maintaining that dark (laughs) it was the episode (laughs) you brought it up it was a perfect segue yeah, you, this is your topic. <laughs> so do you have any of that fear? Claustrophobia is not so much. Although I do remember I went to a science museum once and they tried to give you the sense of claustrophobia by making you be in an enclosed room and have the walls close in around you. Oh my gosh. And that was actually terrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> like think... it got so close. It got so close. I was like, I'm going to get squished. I'm going to die. I had to leave the room. Wow. I didn't know if I was playing like chicken, if the, if the room was just eventually stopped, but I had to leave, you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. So for me, it's similar to the height where if I know like mentally that there, this is for a specific amount of time or I can get out whenever I want, I don't mind. I don't mind being literally squeezed into something The I could stay there for whatever long. Um, 
What I do mind is when I don't know how long I'll be in there or if I can get out, you know? So like right. that, that, that common fear of being buried alive would be one where I would get upset because I don't know how I would get out. You know, I don't know how long, you know, I have to live, but if just, just you know, we watch kill bill, you just like, you just punch your way through. Like, yeah, I know, think, I think time. Mythbusters did it. And they essentially said, you're dead. If that happens, yeah. there's like no way out. I think they said, if they don't bury you deep enough, you could survive. But once it was like a foot of dirt, there was no way you were, you were done. Oh yeah. No, there was, you couldn't, there was too much pressure, yeah, like too, too much, much weight on the yeah. dirt above to even break through. And yeah, you would lose oxygen in there real quick. Yeah. yeah. And then there was also, um, like no real like movement. Yeah. You can't so move. put any leverage to help break through. So, so actually I was doing some, uh, well, I don't know if this is true. Doing some conversation around, um, you know, wakes, you know, when you go to somebody's funeral, then they have like a wake. And uh-huh. I was told that you have the, you have the, the, the wake just in case the person wakes up. That's why it's called the wake. Is so, it? Yeah. So like, I didn't know that's why it was called. The Cause wake. like in the olden days, they, people would, would like pass out and you wouldn't know if they're dead. So you'd leave right. them for like two days. And if they woke up, you're like, oh, they're not dead. Don't bury them. You know? <laughs> All right. Next one we got. Um, I'm going to group these two together um, because I have two different lists open and they're, they're pretty much the same except for two. So okay. there's entomophobia and there is arachnophobia. I was going to say, is it insects, entomophobia? Yep. So that's insects and arachnophobia is obviously spiders. Yeah. I don't know if you can group them together because I am arachnophobic. I don't like spiders at all. I've never noticed that about you. You have spiders in your house all the time. I point them out. You never do anything. They're dead. Why are they still there? doesn't matter. They're dead. (laughs) They didn't make it for obvious reasons. (laughs) <laughs> if you had that wouldn't you like try to get them out of sight immediately no 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 oh my god i want i want i want his little spider friends to know what happens when they cross no man's land okay oh my goodness <laughs> so i have this like i try to form this this alliance with spiders okay and i might sound crazy you already sound crazy when you said alliance and spiders and we're not in a rick and morty episode so i don't know what's going on right now but but yeah so so i have this alliance with spiders where you know they get rid of like regular insects from my house that that are more of a nuisance than spiders are Uh and so if they stay high up or in places that i cannot see them or reach them that's okay okay oh my god that's the worst but once they pass a certain spot that I can touch them or they've, you know, they're at, they were at the top and then they've come down, like, you know, to come and visit or something. Boom. You're dead. You know, you broke, you broke the Alliance. You broke the Alliance. We have a no man's land. Wow. Okay. You cannot cross the line. You, you have a very lenient spider tolerance. <laughs> I, when you said no, your fear no. of spiders, spiders I, it's I can, so bad that i can't even like watch spiders on tv or something like i you know like when you watch lord of the rings or something and there's a spider scene yeah yeah there's all the spiders oh it like gives me the shivers just just hearing the like clickety clack of spiders they do it all the time in video games too it drives me nuts they put spiders wow. all over the place yeah i guess we have different ways of approaching it then i i have a zero tolerance for any insect anywhere in my vicinity i don't care if we're inside if we're outside if they're within my vicinity i will freak out and you've probably seen me when we walk i just start swatting i'll just yeah you go crazy with, i'll with freak bugs. out yeah. so yeah no any other any other bug i actually don't mind and in, in fact like i'll even hold any other bug other than spiders yeah praying mantis bear like, grills over here yeah, yeah. I, bugs are cool. They're really cool. Um, but not spiders. They're creepy. Okay. Understood. <laughs> so I can tell a bug story. 
So what, that's when you said you left the spiders on the ceiling. I was like, what is this guy thinking? I used to have in that old apartment silverfish. Remember those? Yeah. And they would always walk on the ceilings and the walls and stuff. And yeah. it wasn't until like years that I found out they just lived in between me and the neighbors. And the neighbors had like a mess in their place. Like I just couldn't stop them from coming through like the cracks and wherever, right? Oh, and, speaking of neighbors, I need to tell everyone my neighbors. Story. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll add that in. Yeah. Um. So the silverfish get eaten by the centipedes. Those are the big ones. Those are scary because they're really fast and they're massive. And so <laughs> the the worst part was I would have to kill the silverfish knowing the centipedes are near. Because if you see silverfish, you're like the centipede. And, and silverfish only last for a year. Centipedes can live up to like 10 years. They can live forever. So I feel like you researched this. Just <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I might as well have a degree in this. Years of research. I mean the the, the stuff the stuff I had to research was like, so like centipedes for example are weak to like neurotoxins. So like I had to make sure I bought sprays that were like, like Pokemon over here. <laughs> it's like a spray that. Well, there's like there's some types of chemicals that like bugs will ingest or or smell or however they get on them and it like paralyzes them but it doesn't like kill them it just like stuns them and that's the okay. best that's the best way for the centipedes um but one time there's a silver fish on my ceiling and it was in the corner and i turned off the light and i was like i'll just let it go i'm tired and that silver fish fell on my face when i was in my bed <laughs> And I, I cannot tell you how loud this was when I screamed. I, people probably thought I was dying. I freaked out. And it was from that moment on, I decided, I was like, if I see a bug, I'm not even giving it a chance. It was, oh, yeah. No, I've had, in my house, I, um, every springtime, I end up having uh, cricket problems. I've had to spray several times for it. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of crickets in my development for some strange reason. And yeah, they always come inside the house. But like, I don't know what it is. They love covers. I don't covers. know what. Covers. Because I'll be like, I'll, I'll be lying on the couch and I'll put a blanket on me. And then all of a sudden, like, <gasps> I'll just feel something crawling <laughs> inside. I'll lift it up <gasps> and there's a giant cricket. Oh, <laughs> in your covers? In the cover. Yeah, in the bed too. I'm never it. sitting yeah. on your couch again. <laughs> never. No, no, I, I, obviously I killed them and then I, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I spray around whenever it happens. Right, right, right. Do, do you know with crickets, my parents' house used to have a lot of crickets on the outside. And uh -huh. I used to love taking the crickets and feeding them to spiders, like in the spider web. Loved <laughs> it. Um. And it was a thing. I used to make videos of it. It was it was so cool because the different spiders would do big. The big spiders would make webs of them. The little spiders would just like suck their insides and leave their body. Um, and when we caught frogs in the pool, we'd feed them crickets. Frogs loved crickets. Oh, we're about to feed the frogs to the spiders. <laughs> no, frogs like these are big frogs. They oh, like okay. they love crickets, you know. But one time we had a mega cricket. And I put it with the frog and that frog freaked out. It was like, it, it, it was in a bucket and it knew that cricket was too big and the cricket was just chirping all over it. And I've never seen a frog just like swimming into the wall, just trying to get out. So when I was small, um, I had this, I just found a slug in, in the yard and I kept it as a pet. A slug. Like, a slug, That's a yeah. no, sh no shell animal. No shell. Yeah, no shell it's snail. just yes. a booger. Slug, yeah. Yeah, I used to have him. Yeah, he was I, – I don't remember what I called him. Maybe Melvin or something like that. But um, what's it called? Yeah, I used to like – I brought him inside. I like kept him around. I had this slug pet. And then one time I brought him outside and I put him on the slide. Okay? And he went underneath the slide. I was like, oh, no. Where'd you go, Melvin? Lo and behold, he fell into a spider web. That spider wrapped him up so quick. Oh, Melvin. I didn't know slugs can get eaten by spiders. I was crying to my oh. mom. 
that Melvin died and got eaten by the spider, and she said, Steve, that's the circle of life. Oh. My mom, my mom didn't care. <laughs> she told me, she made me learn a hard lesson that oh. day. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was your fault for keeping a slug as a pet. Why can't you have a slug as a pet? I mean, I'm trying to think of worse pets than a slug. It's too, I don't even know if I could think what of one. What would be loving too? You know? What, what would be, lives what's that? Slug lives matter. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like slug is like the poor man's snail. It's like, look, we, Steve, we couldn't afford a snail for you. So we got you a slug. Oh, you just get the slug. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, but he doesn't even have a shell. You'll have to protect him yourself. <laughs> Well, I unsuccessfully protected him, and the you spider got him. very upset. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you want to talk about your neighbors before we do the oh, next yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to talk about this week. That's right. And um, instead, we went straight into some dark talks. You you did but... it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I've said on this podcast how I used to think my neighbors were vampires. You have. Because they were. They were always they were up all night, and I never saw them in the light of day. You know, your upstairs neighbors. Upstairs neighbors, yes. And then a couple days ago, I get out of the house and I see all the maintenance people. You know, moving stuff out of their apartment. I'm like, oh, what happened? Did they move out? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. They just they just left and they left all their stuff here. Okay. I was like, what? What does that mean? They are, yeah, yeah. If if you want anything, I was like, oh no, I've seen that place. That place is a mess. And I was wondering because a couple days ago, even last week, I was hearing like like skittering above my bedroom. So there were rats up there. And I, I, I thought they it couldn't have been in their apartment because I was like, there's people there. There's no way they're just letting rats roam around right, their house. Right. You know? But lo and behold. There was no one there. They just disappeared, guys. My neighbors just Whoa. disappeared. That sounds like a like like vampire things. Like that you is know. vampire. They must have been found out by Van Helsing or something. And like we keep this is no longer safe here. You need to leave. You know. But did they buy a lot of Count Chocula? before then, but what's that? Did they buy a lot of Count Chocula? Like they give them away. <laughs> But it's interesting. It's interesting that they just left because I think that's common for people with money problems. Because my house had the person who owned it rented it, so somebody lived in it. Okay. And then I bought the house. They weren't living in that anymore. But their mail still comes, and the mail that comes to that person who was renting is always delinquent things like the IRS, like, like tax stuff, like you're overdue on payments. And I'm like, I wonder if the government and like all these companies know. And then I was thinking, maybe they don't know. Maybe if you just leave, how would they know? They don't. So yeah. maybe that's what happened. Maybe they just left. Yeah. I feel I mean, when I spoke to him once, when he, he he came to the light of day, so I don't think he's a vampire, because <laughs> I did see him outside once. But he did tell me, um, you know, that he was thinking of moving back to the Philippines or something, but his son didn't want to. He wanted to stay here in the United States. So I don't know if they just up and left and left the country. Oh, they could have. Yeah, and I then, mean... Now it's like we can't bring everything with us, so we're just gonna bring like a suitcase. Oh, actually, and leave yo, everything here. That does make a lot of sense because you could just start traveling to the Philippines. Like Asia is allowing people to travel just the past month or two. Oh, COVID. really? Yeah. So maybe that's what happened. Maybe they it did decide. Be. Yeah, maybe they finally decided to just go back, and they just literally left everything here. You would think at least you try to sell something. But no, I throughout the whole pandemic, I was seeing Amazon package after Amazon package coming to their house. So they were accumulating more stuff. Right. <laughs> well, they just they living for they were living for a while, and then they they up and left. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I guess so if, was, 
it's kind of just creepy that you're like your neighbors that you consider are vampires all of a sudden just vanish into thin air just without a trace there were no moving trucks there was nothing they were just gone who knows when they were gone rats moved in Hopefully they got rid of the rats. I haven't heard any skittering. Did you tell the moving guy about the rats? The yeah, I did. These guys? Yeah. What did they say? They're like, okay, we'll we'll like look into it. And they're like, oh, you know, they like they like boxes and stuff just like hanging out there. So I guess they, I guess they just I don't even know if they took out the trash or anything. Who knows? Oh, true. They're how did how did they get in there? Out. How did the, the rats get, get in there? there? Oh, I have no idea. Rats can get it anywhere, I guess. <laughs> I guess they could chew through anything. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Let's get back to our list here. So the next one we got here is actually one that I didn't know was a thing. So this okay. is agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Which is, it is familiar. It is the fear of open spaces. Oh, okay. And it says, while it's generally understood to be a fear of open spaces, it's agoraphobia is a much more complex fear. It's a series of anxiety disorders that can trap people in their homes, making leading a normal life next to impossible. So people who have this don't want they to go. They don't want to leave their home. Right. And so when they say fear of open spaces, that's not like, that doesn't mean like you just don't want to be in the planes with nothing around. You don't want to be in the outside world. You don't want to be right around like things you're not familiar with, like out. Right. Yeah. And so, that would be that would be crazy. I mean, those people must have loved COVID, like the quarantine. Like, oh, look, everyone's got agoraphobia now. <laughs> That's right. Now they know how my life is. But when I'm thinking about it, I mean. I wonder if that is called other things. Like people probably have that um, and 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 they get medication for that, like anxiety. I wanted to read the other description of it here from the other website. It says, it can also be considered the fear of being alone in a situation or place where escape may be difficult. This type of phobia can also include the fear of crowded areas open spaces or situations that are likely to trigger a panic attack. Then I people feel like, I feel like this is just what everybody during the pandemic experienced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your crowds just being in places. <laughs> right. And so what'll happen is you'll avoid it. Right. But right. by avoiding all those things, you eventually get nothing. <laughs> you stay at home, I guess. Right, those right, are right. people who just feel like they're safest at home in their cave. You know? Right, right. Like the vampires upstairs. They never left. They never left their house. Okay. I think that's kind of worked at Target. That's what he said. But <laughs> you worked at Target? Yeah, supposedly. Like night shift. <laughs> all right. This next one is actually called social phobias. They've grouped all of these together. Okay. So I'm going to read both things. This one says, social phobias are some of the most common types of fears. This includes general types of anxiety disorders, which include excessive self-consciousness in social situations. People fear being judged that they avoid those specific situations. A common example is eating in front of people. The, the up to one in 20 people have a social phobia. And it says- this One in 20? Right. Wow. It says- they are, have fears ranging from being watched or being humiliated in front of others. Ordinary tasks, we mentioned eating, can be anxiety-provoking. They, they develop when they're younger. So, so I forgot to mention the ages. So the, the, uh, the open spaces one said mid-30s is when you get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this we one, realize how terrible the open world is. Right. <laughs> This one is during puberty, so this is much younger. So it it hits kids who are going through like middle school, high school, you know, and that makes sense. That's kind of when you're in front of everybody. Yeah. 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 I knew some people who didn't like to eat if they were alone eating in front of someone. Like it's hard because I knew a lot of people that were like this. I had to I had to pace my eating because they didn't want to eat like alone in front of me 
Oh, like you, ate, have, you oh, eat so fast that you're just so fast. And, yeah, and they were yeah, and I was just watching them, and I was like, I'm totally fine watching you eat. And like, yeah, but I'm not fine with you watching me. Eat. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, so I knew some people that were like that. I don't know if it was a phobia phobia, but they just were uncomfortable. Well, that's it. It would have been a phobia. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Glad to see that that's in the world. Like, I yeah. like <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see what we got. We got some common ones here that I guess we could kind of skip over. I'll just mention them because they're so, they're so, so common. Like we got – actually, we'll go through them. This one is uh, – Teromerhanophobia. I thought you said these were common. Yeah. How are you not even know how to pronounce these? Well, it's common a, it's a PT. Phobia. It's a PT to start the name. Oh, okay. So I, I was like, I guess it's pterodactyl. Yeah. It's um, it's the it's just fear of flying, and I guess. Oh, fear of flying. Okay. Yeah. There's not much to that they wrote about this because I think that's a common one. Right. Right. I don't know anyone who has a fear of flying. No, me neither. And I know of people that are, but I don't. I mean, I I feel like I've heard, I've heard people tell me they're afraid of flying. Um, I know people have like anxiety medication, and maybe they take it when they fly. Or I always take Dramamine just so I could sleep. You know, like sleep on the plane. But right, I I think I don't know anyone who actually freaks out when they're on a plane. You know what I mean? hyperventilating yeah like causes an issue oh i do have a story about this when you said <laughs> when you said hyperventilating i was on a plane and we were going to europe and the lady behind me freaked out like freaked out as in they had her on the floor laying down yeah in the aisle banning her oh my Just, god yeah yeah well, I don't think she fainted. I think she was like freaking out from like the plane and um, they didn't have like a doctor or any, what's that? It may be claustrophobia. Yeah. But yeah, they were, they're putting water on her face. Um, what else did they do? They fanned her um, a lot of talking to her, but I'll tell you something. It was going on for a while. I went back to my movie. So <laughs> You're like, it was interesting for a while, but it, this is just going excessively long and it's not as interesting anymore. I guess I'll just continue watching The Dark Knight. <laughs> well, it all started when she turned her light on and you noticed that. Like, like it was nighttime? Like the reading light. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like an over, like when you go to Europe, you go at night, you get there in the morning. So like right. the reading light's on and like, you know, that's rare. And then the, the ding, the lady comes, like, you don't notice it. But then when the lady comes like a few times, you start to pick up. You're like, what's going on? And that's when I was right. kind of like, what's going on over here? And then she was freaking. Oh, they did the bag thing too. They did the bag was thing. The bag? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work, but they did it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't work. I feel like you're inhaling your own CO2 and you're probably making yourself lightheaded. I think that's the point. It's that the point is to get lightheaded. I think the point is that uh, when you hyperventilate, you can't stop yourself from taking breaths, and then okay. that and it will slow your slow your breathing because you don't have enough oxygen now when you're breathing out of a bag. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's going to slow your heart rate. It's not going to speed it up because you don't have enough oxygen. Right. But yeah, right. that was that was a weird one. Yeah, I guess people do have something like that. That probably is claustrophobia, though. I think you're on to it with claustrophobia. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. This is one that I have. Trypanophobia. Fear of turkey. Do you want to guess what this one is? What did you say? Fear of turkeys. I love turkey. <laughs> I heard. I heard like tryptophanophobia or something. <laughs> Tri trypanophobia. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't know. What is trypanophobia? It is the fear of needles. Needles? I didn't know you are afraid of needles. I'm afraid in the sense that I can't watch them. So like when oh. I go get my shots, I just look away. But I cannot watch any show that deals with needles. What about like giving blood? Can you give blood? I can't watch it. I don't do... I can't, I, can't, I can't even look. Yeah. I know. You just do this. It. Just don't. What if you're looking at? What if the person your person to your side is also giving blood and you see the needle in their arm? 
Luckily, I haven't been in that type of a situation. Usually, my blood. Oh, I've been from... in like a truck. Oh, I, like, I could like, never. Like, I could never. Truck? That's a, yeah, like an ice cream truck. I could on never. Them? I've yeah, done it dude. every time. I've done it. They get you in like a cubicle. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always tell the lady when they do it. Actually, it's interesting. I said, "Lady, I've never had a guy take my blood ever." Um, I guess I haven't either. Yeah. Weird. Oh, I had to have a guy only when. I gave platelets. What's that? That's where they they take your blood out and then they centrifuge out the platelets oh. and then they put the blood back into your into your veins. Yeah. And it feels really weird That's so when they weird. pump blood back into your body. You can you you feel it like when it's oh doing my it. Gosh. And you end up you end up losing so much calcium through that that like your nip your 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 lips go numb. That was so funny. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget this moment. <laughs> Anytime we're doing anything, I'm just gonna say my nips are numb. <laughs> Every time it's winter, I'm gonna say this now. Forever. <laughs> Oh my god, that's gonna be a good blooper. <laughs> <laughs> Going on the blooper reel. <laughs> um but yeah, um yeah, your lips go numb and so they have to feed you Tums because Tums is just pure calcium. <laughs> <laughs> I just can see it now. It's cold outside. Steve, you got any Tums? My nips are numb. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh, fine. So funny. That was a great slip. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, so with the blood, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never have anybody, I never watch it. And then, um, whenever the, the lady or woman is doing it, you know, taking the blood. I always tell them, just don't tell me when you're going to do this. Just, just do it. Like, you know, a lot right. of them like to talk about it, like, all right, getting the needle ready. Okay. Now I'm going to slap you with the, you know, alcohol. Like, just don't say anything. Just do what you got to do. I don't want to know. <laughs> so I can't watch any medical shows. You might not, you might've noticed. I've never spoken about a medical show ever my whole life. True. That's interesting. It's Cause I, I can't do any that. of that. Nope. All right, next one. Next one. We're getting close to the end here. Good, because we're getting close to time, too. Okay. want to see what we have. We have two left. All right. We have misophobia. You want to guess this one? Uh, it, is, it is the fear of germs and dirt. Oh, okay. So it says it is related to OCD, essentially. Um, but the difference here is the common result of this is avoiding physical contact with people, um, to like, to get, uh, you know, what's it called? Get germs. And then you, you tend to fixate on illnesses and media and all that stuff. Kind of like, yeah, I, know, I know, I know a lot of, I know a few people who are like this. They, um, you know, they there's sometimes you'll go into work and be like, oh, I'm not feeling so well. And there's a guy at work who who has this, and he well, looks at you, like, he looks at you like you're death incarnate. Like, don't even come close to me. Like, right. <laughs> he's just like, he's like forget like, it. In like he's making he makes a huge deal out of it. Like anything you touch, he's gonna like clean. You know. Right. Right. Like, right. I think yeah. there's definitely a, a sliding scale there because I, I do think I'm I'm more caring about that stuff than a normal person. But I don't think it's anywhere near it's it's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really I don't really used to care that much about it. I mean, the pandemic has made me, you know, a lot more cognizant of it. You know, like now mm. I carry around hand sanitizer and you know when you wash your hands i don't touch the faucet i like use the the towel to you know 
close the faucet or open the door to the bathroom and stuff like that mm-hmm. in public places. Right, right. Um, but I'm sure once I'm sure once everything dies down, I'll fall back into my ways yeah. of of normal normal tune. But yeah, <laughs> normalcy. All right, we're getting to the last one here. There has there has to be another one. I want to see it on this list. Um, well, there's technically two. I was gonna skip one because I thought it was silly. Uh, the one I was gonna skip is astrophobia, which is the fear of storms. Okay. But I don't think that's popular. And the last one that's on the list. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's popular among dogs. <laughs> right. This is the last one on the top ten list on both websites. It is ophidiophobia. Ophidio. I don't know what it would be. Fear of feet. The fear of snakes. Snakes. Oh, I should have guessed that one. You could have got that one. Even Indiana yeah. Jones is scared yeah. of snakes. Snakes is a popular one. Yeah. 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 There's um. Um. Again, I'm not afraid of snakes. The only things I have are heights and spiders. Um. Snakes are cool. Obviously, I wouldn't mess with one that's venomous. Right. But um. Oh, I went on a hike recently. And there was a rattlesnake literally right next to us. A rattlesnake. A rattlesnake, yeah. It was us in Jersey or PA? In Jersey, yeah. Oh, no. It was PA. It was PA, yeah. I'm glad it was when we're in Thorpe. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't go on that trip. Imagine if, if I saw that. Are you afraid of snakes? I didn't know that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, my fear amplifies by the distance, relative distance. So like this was literally right next to the trail. Like I you just have, heard it. I would have just ran. <laughs> if it was that close, I would have just ran. I stepped the on girls, a snake. The girls all ran. Yeah, they just screamed and ran. I would have been. I would probably like pro- looking at it. I was like, oh, so cool, a rattlesnake. I probably would have pushed them down to go faster. Oh my god! If it was a snake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to get uh, all the speed you can. The rattlesnake didn't have its distinct rattle. Um, you could hear a little bit. It's a Maybe faint it's rattle. Maybe it's not a rattlesnake. I think it still was a rattlesnake because you could still hear the faint rattle. Hmm. And I think it's just because of natural selection. I think in general, and it's been it's been commonly studied, that rattlesnakes have been losing their rattle. Oh. Because people go and hunt rattlesnakes to kill them. Oh. And you can always find them as soon as you hear the rattle. And so natural selection happens, and the ones that survive are the ones that don't rattle as strong. Right. And so, yeah. I guess so the, like the rattles are keep... as, like, as, as large as, in, as they used to be. They're a lot smaller. And so you can still hear it. It did make, like, a loud sound. Like as a cicada sound. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't. It wasn't like a like a rattle like you would hear right. in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. So what did you think was the phobia we missed? What did we miss? We have five minutes left. What do we miss? There's, there's the one that's common. I I know a few people that have this. It's the fear of holes, the like little tiny holes all over the place. I need to look this up. But it's very common. Holes of what? Cheese. I need, <laughs> well yeah like swiss cheese they were like afraid you. of swiss cheese <laughs> fear of uh tiny holes yeah what's it name what's the name yeah uh oh didn't you say this one which one trypophobia trypophobia let's see that's the fear of needles no this one says trip t-r-y-p-o t-r-y-p-o no, T-R-Y-P-A-N-O is the fear of needles. Oh, well, this one is T-R-Y-P-O. That sounds like a, a fear? fake fear. No, 100%. Trypophobia is a fear or disgust of closely packed holes. People who have it feel queasy when looking at surfaces that have small holes gathered close together. For example, the head of a lotus seed pod or the body of a strawberry could trigger discomfort in some people with the phobia. Yeah, this one's very common. Like, if you see... If you see, you see this, these like little holes here. Yeah. Like people get grossed out by that. How, how often do you see that ever? I've never seen that in my life yeah, until you just, like with strawberries, you just showed you know? it to me now. That was the first time I ever saw that image. Yeah. Look, WebMD, trypophobia. 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm putting that below Fear of Storms. What's the next one? What was the other one you wanted? Favorite food you should never eat if you have trypophobia? <laughs> Waffles. So I knew someone at work that had trypophobia. They couldn't look at things with small holes. What? How many things have small? I can't even think of one thing There's that so has small many. holes. Look, 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 look. See, these things are just gross. You know, people Those are, are not people normal are things you look at. Yeah, I think that's a lotus seed. Okay, How many? Granted, lo- I've never seen enough. a lotus seed in my in my life. You've never seen a lotus seed? Oh. No, but like honeycombs. Have you seen these things in person? Honeycombs. We've honeycomb? seen we've seen honeycombs. Sure. Then I will. Let's call it the fear of fear of honeycombs. If you're no, afraid no, no. of lotus it's seeds, just fear, it's just a fear of small holes. He's like they just keep showing the lotus seeds like, because nobody's know. seen those. Forget it. Look, if your friend is living in a in a in a bed of lotus seeds, I can't help them. <laughs> your coworker. That's the issue. No, they just like anything that's small holes. They like freak out. Yeah. Take a second. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that lick sponges. Sponges. Swiss cheese. If there's a lot of holes, like yeah, people don't like people don't like small holes. Trypophobia. I it's literally common. can't even look around my place and find something that has small holes. <laughs> find something up here. I guess technically the the microphone thing here is small holes, but that's really small. I don't think that counts. All right, what was the <laughs> other one? What was the other one you had? <laughs> that was a crazy one. Yeah, no, it's a it's a pretty common one. I think it's becoming more common. Yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna group that one with some of the other special phobias. <laughs> I'm judging people. So is judging people. But I mean if you said to I, me phobia, you know, I'm sure we're gonna hear some people say they have We might we because might because it's more common than you think. And well, it's not top 10 because it's not on this list. I had two yeah. lists, and we're like fear of heights, spiders, snakes, flying like those are very common, common ones. But I will say that, like, trypophobia, I know a lot of people that have. If you, if you said, people. if you said you were scared of thunderstorms, though it, I wouldn't really believe you, I could, I could relate because thunderstorms happen. Fear of small holes, it's like, yeah, I was walking home from work and i saw a lotus seed and i freaked out you're like oh my god really and then on a school trip three years later i saw a honeycomb and then i freaked out again so i must have a fear of small holes <laughs> i don't know some people are disgusted they get like nauseous from looking at these all these small holes maybe maybe it's a it's like a vertigo thing where like this the shapes you know makes that makes maybe. makes you like a on our on our Facebook or Instagram, I'm gonna post a picture of small holes. And it has to be something. It has to be things. something normal. It cannot yeah, be not. It has to be something you've like seen that's not normal. You've never seen like, a lotus seed in real what life. About, what about like um shoot? What's it called when they have they have that like growth on their nose? That's not normal. You can put you can oh, put things that are normal like. You can put a sponge. You could put strawberries. These are things that normal people see. Yeah. Okay. You could put those. But I don't want to see you like seven times magnified on somebody's skin and being like, is this nasty? Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, people won't like that. <laughs> yeah. But all right, let's let's call it here too, since we're getting at time here. So thank you everybody for joining us today. Um, you know, if you have any fears that we've missed, please feel free to, to post it on our Facebook or our Instagram, you know, give us some feedback. If you have any of these fears and we maybe also, you know, misspoke about them, feel free to correct us. You know, I was just taking what we had on the internet the internet's, you know, 50% right, 50% of the time. So we don't know. Um, but thanks for, that's right. And you guys may have noticed, uh, we didn't have an episode last week. I did get some messages about that. So um, this one's coming out. We had a one-week break, and um, that was mainly due to we had a massive storm uh, last week that, like, I, I lost my power for a little bit. 
Um, it came. Yeah, I lost the power a few times. Yeah, night. so we just figured it's easier not to record and stream with like stuff going in and out. So maybe we'll have to do like a catch up episode or something. We'll we'll figure it out. So you guys know where to find us. We are at Creativity Level Zero on you know YouTube, Twitter, um, Facebook, and on Instagram we're at Creativity underscore Level underscore Zero the number. And um, thanks for joining us, guys. Well, you can also find oh, us yeah. on Twitch. That's right. <laughs> That's right, and on Twitch. We are streaming live on Twitch at 9 p.m. every Thursday night, Eastern Time. That's right. <laughs> okay, see you. Bye.